Welcome to We Are Doomed, a Soccer Arrangers podcast, where we focus on conventions, cosplay, and nerdum in general. Who are we? I'm McKenna. I'm the White Ranger. I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. I'm Tyler. I'm the Green Ranger. And Wait, filling our... What? Okay. Green? Green? Green today? We, we promoted himself? You're, you're green now? <laughs> Uh, you gotta you gotta work up baby steps. You start green, then work okay. to white. It's, okay. it's like leveling. It's like Pokemon. Come on. Oh, okay, okay. okay. It's like wait, he I evolved. Think we're still the Black Ranger. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we could do that. <laughs> okay then. And filling our fourth t- chair today is Morgan, the awkward mushroom. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah. Okay. Wee. So, so Mogrin, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your like your first cosplay. Okay. What was it? Um, my first cosplay. God, if I can remember that far back, was QB from Naruto. Mm. Add another one to the Naruto list. Yeah, that's it a was... pretty common one here. <laughs> like half our guests it was one of the only few animes that we could actually watch or read back in juno uh, yeah because all we got was shonen jump monthly through fred myers uh. wow we had no other bookstore that that would offer comics for quite a few years mm-hmm. so yeah qb yeah <laughs> okay and so, so that was your first cosplay. What was your first convention? SoccerCon. What year? Two thousand and seven. Ah. Yeah. Seven. Okay. Second year at the convention center. Yep. 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 Well, how old is it? I I, I know we've gone to this many uh, times. This like, next is. year is the 20th yeah. anniversary. Mm-hmm. Oh. So hmm. next year. So 2017 is the 20th anniversary of the Curricon. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Time um, flies when you're being Rob and old. <laughs> when you're old and have been around for ages. Yeah. It's like, I know people who were there at the first one. I was not. Um, okay, so, <laughs> uh, Mogren, what got, what got you into cosplay? Why why cosplay in the first place? Uh, well, in Juno, there's nothing to do <laughs> at all. There mm-hmm. there were arcades, but within a few months, no one had enough money to even go to them, so they were closed down. Wow. So uh, I started working at a Vietnamese restaurant that did anime rental and karaoke and they would close shop around soccer con and they would all go down and spend the weekend at the convention so i asked them my first year of working there was can i go with you and they're like oh sure come on let's go hey we want to show you something called cosplay i'm like what is that so that so they showed me man fey <laughs> How does Man Fay keep coming up with this stuff? See, I've been in an elevator with Man Re, which, and and then also seeing him walk by at when you're sitting on the floor, so everything's at eye level. 
is is that's an adventure. That's an adventure. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh yes, yes. So that that's what Manry or Manfay is what got you into cosplay. No, but <laughs> it it almost terrified me. <laughs> they showed yep. me so many pictures, but then. Uh, I don't know if it was really the first year or second year that I actually made a costume, but I didn't know how to sew or do any of that stuff. And I decided that, hey, you know, I love foxes. I love Japanese foxes before I even got into anime. And I wanted to make it for Halloween. So I figured, why not get a jump, you know, head start on it? And it went from being QB to QB bitch to Franken QB because <laughs> I didn't know how to sew. <laughs> yeah, it went from just wearing the headband with the large, overly large ears on it, and the nine tails that I sewed individually, hand stitched each one, and stuffed them all, and then I sewed them all onto this. Um, oh God, it was this really girly belt that was like mesh. But I realized it was the wrong kind to sew it on. <laughs> it was really bad because it didn't actually have a buckle on the front. You were supposed to tie it. Oh, yeah. So the second year, I actually covered the whole thing with an extra layer of fleece so that you could actually tie it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then we added a red Chinese dress to it. And then I tried to make a shirt and pants for it, but it became Frankenstein. I see. So, so does does that the third life of QB, the the freaking QB, does it still exist? Actually, or? the very first life of QB exists, not the not the final one. That one got oh. maliciously destroyed. <laughs> Fire, uh, chainsaw, scissors. Yeah. Oh, it was so fun. <laughs> no, I still actually have the tails. In my closet, as well as the headband. Hey, look, one that still exists. Hey, there we go. <laughs> I even brought it all the way to from Alaska. I didn't know why. I should have just have left it, but I, I still have it. I keep looking at it going, I'm going to throw you away this year. And has happened yet. Yeah. There's uh, a certain sentimentality that comes along with a bad first cosplay. Yeah. I don't know the sentimentality. It's just more of, I don't want to look at you again. Crap, I had to look <laughs> at you again. <laughs> I still got my first cosplay. Same here. Uh, I, I still use it. Yeah, I do. So not. do I. I don't think, I, uh, thinking back, I don't th- even think I have any parts of my first cosplay left. Not even the uh, headband? No, because I, I was rethinking about that. So, for Mogren, my first cosplay mm. was Naruto. And... Mm. Um, and like I was rethinking, I think I threw the headband into the yard sale pile at my mom's before I moved over to Seattle. I so. had <clears throat> I had two headbands. I had the hidden leaf, and then I had the hidden leaf with the the slashes through it. But mm-hmm. we we took a nail and we etched it even deeper, mm. and put little scratch marks around to make it look like QB had done it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I carried around with it, like, had blood dripping on it. <laughs> it's supposed to be that QB had broken free and it had, like, destroyed the headband for what Naruto represented. Yeah. 
E. So, so with that, uh, I don't know if you have a preferred cosplay style. Uh. Uh. I have an answer for that. Because <laughs> I've been doing enough conventions no, with no, you. No. <laughs> you either like, like things that make Possibly the waste. one you're famous for? Maybe. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say, she does one of two things. Either characters that make way too much noise or characters that make absolutely none. <laughs> hey, still remember Wizard World when I didn't talk the whole entire time as Squeaky and yet I still got laryngitis and I couldn't talk? Yeah, I... <laughs> that was an interesting one. <laughs> And I That's... made it worse by nonstop drinking acidic drinks, because so I could lose my voice completely, so I didn't have to talk at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah no. One of these days, we're going to dedicate some podcast time to talking about that uh, rather interesting trip. That no. was uh, that no. was uh, that no. was Robin. That no, was no, Robin. No, no. <laughs> it was Rob and Mogren's uh, bogus journey. No, 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 no. We've had no, our excellent and... adventures. But that was the bogus journey. You know what was the best part of that whole entire thing? The road trip. (laughs) That was pretty badass. That was the only thing. Uh Pretty much. Other than you locking yourself out of the car and not of the, the, uh, the, I don't know what you call it. The little steering wheel lock. The club. Yes, that Mm. thing. I hate that thing. I don't want to see that thing ever again because I will be, Yeah. I have nightmares of that of that thing. Yeah, no, I did. you had nightmares about that thing. The company that went and took the thing off ended up charging me twice. Oh. Yeah, tr- trust me, we both got nightmares on that one. But uh, that's a story for another podcast. Yes. Thus, guaranteed that she's she'll be back again. We hope. Oh God. Yeah, she she hasn't agreed to come back yet, so I can't do too much okay. there. Okay, I'm done. I accept Tyler's back. Yeah, okay. So I I was not really... I was paying attention and saying what I could. I wasn't saying much, though. Uh, I was currently (laughs) writing a script, I guess. Words? Intro? Outro? uh, A thing. Yeah. A thing. Since since the the thing we have right here is uh, that uh, since our White Ranger is different right now... What?! uh, and no. has a different intro. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I, I, I'm, I'm a little confused here. I uh, thought it was still the same person. They just. It is still the same person. Yeah. Like, uh, it, it's, it has to do with the fact that voice hasn't gone through puberty yet. Yeah. It, 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 it has to do with uh, quant, quantum physics, I guess, a little bit. Multiverse. Oh, Multiverse. is that yeah. what it was? Okay. Yeah. So the fact that they're different people well the same person but yeah yeah oh they're both also different they're, yeah. they're okay. everything and nothing at once and gotcha, so gotcha. they have same similar themes yet they're both different With uh, wobbly timing yes so yeah, yeah. so yeah. That, that's down there uh when when you read it you'll you'll notice the difference okay yep. then <laughs> I still gotta find some other stuff for it. So, but. yeah, yeah, yeah the, the game is gonna be epic this week. Yep. Yeah, sure. Yes, yep. Uh, we yep. do have a very running theme for the whole podcast this time uh, for the kids at home. Um, you, 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 you'll, you'll get the theme pretty quick. Yeah, 
Yeah, most definitely. So, uh, um, on that note... Uh, I guess we should move along to the upcoming conventions. Yes, yeah. yes, and, the and upcoming it, conventions. <laughs> it was pointed out to us that we had been doofuses and had been messing <laughs> these up the whole time. So... Yeah, we, we record on a Thursday and air on and a Sunday. Sunday. And we're the, reading the upcoming conventions for that week the on The weekend in the void, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how we just... I, don't, I just don't know. We're, I, so, we're so, all confused. We're just admitting it, and we are moving on, and it will never be an issue again. <laughs> so, wibbly-wobbly-timey-wimey, conventions that have just happened... <laughs> Just so that we cover everyone and no one gets upset that oh we God. missed a convention. Um, so the conventions that just happened, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, um, are starting with the anime conventions. There's one, two, three, four, five that just happened this weekend, which is Jap- uh, Japanese Anime and Manga Arts Festival in Everett, Washington. My back door, not going or didn't go. Yeah, there, there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have other plans. Add other plans. Yeah. Um, Nishikaze in Lethbridge, Alberta. Anime Central in Rosemont, Illinois. Nauticon, as in nautical. Nauticon. Wait, wait. Oh, okay, okay. I was yeah. going to say, wait, somebody ripped off my convention? <laughs> my non-existent <Yep>. convention? <laughs> uh, okay. In Provi- Provincetown, Massachusetts. And Yoikon in Columbus, Ohio. As for Comic Cons that happened this weekend, there are four. That would be Planet Comic Con in Kansas City, Missouri, East Coast Comic Con, Comic Expo in Moncton, New Brunswick? Moncton? Moncton. Yeah. Moncton, yeah. New Brunswick. Yes. Huzzah. I spent a lot of time there. Okay. Grandparents used to live there. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. It's, it's a um, it's it's a it's a big place. Okay. Moncton and St. John are the two biggest cities in uh, New Brunswick. Okay. Uh, St. John is the capital of New Brunswick. Uh, hey, any other that facts? That was today you on your Canadian trivia. Random Canadian fact. <laughs> yeah, drink. Yeah, that's, that's the kid. You got to drink at home now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> part of our drinking game. Random Canadian fact. There you go. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That that is part of the endorsed and official soccer Rangers drinking game. Not the unofficial uh, 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 one that no, will kill you. Yeah, the unofficial. So we don't well, there's, there's, there's like habits. there's like yeah. levels. So there's like expert level, novice level. Uh, okay. Um, okay. insane level. Yeah. So uh, XCon World in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and Tidewater Comic Con in Virginia Beach, Virginia. As for the coming up next weekend, huzzah! Mm-hmm. Uh. Yes, the true upcoming Coming, convention. Truly upcoming. Uh, we have MegaCon in Orlando, Florida. These are mm-hmm. back to anime conventions. Uh, MomoCon in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. Peaches. Momo are peaches. And peaches. Georgia's known. Okay. Um, <laughs> Norfolk, Norfolk Anime Explosion in Norfolk, Virginia. Wait, wait, explosions now? Yes, we're exploding. We went from apocalypses to violence, okay. Yes. Ooh, it's at a water slide hotel. Okay. Yes. An amazement in Raleigh, North Carolina. Anime North in Toronto, Ontario. 
Arkansas Anime Festi- Festival in Springdale, Arkansas. MobyCon in Mobile, Alabama. Anime Oasis. There's a lot of them this week. Come upcoming weekend. Anime Oasis in Boise, Idaho. I have friends Start going to that it's, one. It's getting warm yeah. out there. Yeah. Prime and, Con weekends. And Fanime Con in San Jose, California. And I have friends going to that one too. So that's for anime conventions. For Comic Cons, there are three. Uh, Megacon, which I think I mentioned, maybe. I don't know. Yep. Yes. So there's two. Never mind, there's, because one of them was also mentioned. There is one additional Comic Con, uh, Media West Con in Lansing, Michigan. But quite a few conventions upcoming. Mm-hmm. And truly upcoming. Yes. We, we, we fixed our mistake, people. And yep. <laughs> so if you have, if you just were at one of those conventions, hope you had fun, were safe, and followed the 10 rules of con. And if you're going to one of those upcoming conventions, have fun, be safe, and follow the 10 rules of con. Or else. Or else. Okay. Does someone else want to take the evening subject? Because I'm bad, 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 bad. <laughs> I <laughs> got this. That was a lot of talking. Yes, it was. Well, I will say, I do love this new formatting we're playing around with. I, I'm liking the feel of this. This is why we have Cole do it, because he does a lot of talking. Exactly. Hoya! Hoya! <laughs> for, for the uh, ec- expert-level drinkers out there, that is a uh, drink every time I somehow insult Cole. <laughs> Those who drink at a post-grad level. <laughs> And at that point, you just you you, you have to like um, basically put your beer down every time I don't or every time I insult Cole. So you're just constantly drinking Drink. the entire time. <laughs> and then you and take then a I, breath when yeah. You, okay. Every time I insult Cole, you take a breath. It's the That's, opposite <laughs> drinking game. Yeah. You still somehow drink the same amount. It, I don't know how it works out. It's, it's just crazy, crazy like that. Okay. So, anyways. Our evening subject, uh, or big con news. There is no big con news. There, there is no news. That's why I was going to skip it. But No yeah. news is good news. That's uh, right. That's right. means I won't be going on a rant. Probably. Yeah, because that's that's a lot of the news, what it normally is, is some oh, kind yeah. of rant it's, of something. Some, something so. horribly happened somewhere, and yeah, now we've got to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but none of that happening. happened this week, so... Woo! <laughs> We're going to talk about Assassin's Creed. Yes, welcome to We Are Stabbed, an Assassin's Creed podcast. <laughs> that's pretty much what's happening at this point. <laughs> stabby, stabby, yes. This, this is, yeah. Yes. So, so last those... week... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Yes, last week uh, came to uh, her... Last week, right before our podcast actually recorded... Uh, they premiered the, uh, well, it was a world premiere trailer for the Assassin's Creed movie came out, and there was a lot of buzz all around the internet. Mostly, like, some very strong hate. But, you know, that's it's the internet. That happens. I mean, there's no such thing as a middle ground there. Let's be honest about it. Uh, but a few of us have not had a chance to go and check that out yet. And for those of you out there who might be listening or watching on YouTube that haven't had a chance either... We're going to go back and play this thing through and have some commentary on it and see what we're looking forward to, what disappointed us. 
and listen to. That, that's me. Okay. I was gonna say that was. Uh... <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry about that. That's just me doing things. <laughs> things are happening. In fact, I know from three notes what song that is. Exactly. What song know, is that? Right? What it's, song uh, is that? Uh, the Neon Genesis Evangelion opening. There you go. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah trying to remember thing. the actual name. <laughs> it yeah. is it, it, Cruel Angels Angel. Thesis. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's uh, the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's okay, uh, that's but, the thing. But but not what we're talking about not here. Not what we're talking about. ADD <laughs> moment. Back on track. All right. So everybody, looking at the doc, we got our links. Let's copy that in, and let's get this okay, thing okay. going. Are we, we going to hit play on three? Oh, yeah. wait. I got I to gotta do the thing, and I got to get there. I, I haven't <laughs> been prepared. I'm doing other things. <laughs> oh, no. Tyler, oh, you're normally the one we can count on. Because uh, I'm doing other things that I have to count on me, Tom. Okay, okay, okay. I'm set up. All right now. Ready? Sink, sink on three, two, one, play. Yeah, we sync that. Now we're, we're seeing hey. things. We're watching everything at the same time. It's, Appropriate it's for all crazy. audiences. Yeah. Well, the crazy stuff. The video game is not. Uh, ho- hopefully, no one buffers or anything because that yeah. that'd, that'd be bad. Nope. So, who wants to talk about this? The, um, okay. any, any pre-thoughts so far? Yeah. So, this uh, guy was pronounced dead. Alright. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And now he wakes up in... So there's an Abstergo logo, so yeah. it's very Abstergo. Yeah. Very Assassin's Creed. There's some Assassin yeah. Blaze right there. That's pretty cool. Whatever it is. Well, they do a lot better job explaining to him that they do in the video game. Yeah. 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 Nobody no one expects that. it. <laughs> no one expects that. Nothing. Some Kanye? Is that Kanye? It sounds like Kanye. Um, uh, I don't know. It looks, how, what do you think it looks? Do you like the look of it? Does it look uh, Assassin's Creed? I mean, it looks like the... the at least what I've seen of the first game. I so far like the like tone the... and colors. Seems yeah. to be oh. very well portrayed and not overly bright. Well, it seems like they have hues for like the time skips or time differences. So it's yeah. a lot of yellow like, and look dirt. Look at those buildings. They're very weathered. And it's very nice looking. Yeah, and then it just seems like everything that's in present time is very blue. So Sorry. that machine so... kind of gets me. That's um, the animus now? Yes. Yeah, I don't really think I like that as much. I, I'm i actually okay with that. From, uh, from a... I, I'd say from a uh, movie standpoint, that's a smart move. Um, yeah. Because yeah. if you're watching a movie, you don't really want to watch a movie of a guy laying in a chair on a bed for a long time. Where yeah. that they okay. can show the animus and the person can be moving and doing stuff. And so so you still have action shots, even when it's the boring laying in the animus doing nothing shot. Yeah. Well, but about that, that, about that, uh, have anyone here in the group other than me watched the show Stitchers? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Mogren will know what I'm talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. So in Stitchers, it, uh, it's very much like the animus where... 
she she's laying there and she stitches in into the memories of someone who's dead. But she's actually and, in the water, kind of like diving yeah. into the cerebral cortex of someone's brain. Yeah. And it like in, in my so I have never played Assassin's Creed. I have watched people play Assassin's Creed and today, like a mad woman, I watched four and a half hours of someone playing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Uh, that's not as much fun as actually being in the same room yelling at your person when they know the better. Yeah, <laughs> but short, like, I didn't want to pay money for Assassin's Like, I didn't want to buy the game, because if my roommate had already had it, I would have sat down and played some. But, <laughs> or any of them. Um, but we're, uh, if it's not Lego, we don't don't have it. Video game house. Lego, we're a rock band, we don't have it. Um, but... Like so, in Stitchers, it's it's very much that that stitching into the memories thing, and their chair reminds me very much of the animus from the video games. Mm-hmm. But she since she, she's in water and in that rec, that reclined position, but she she can still move a little bit, and we get action shots of everyone else who's around helping her. Yeah, uh, all the support people. Yeah, but it's showing that they're actually keeping an eye on her and not going and trying to push her to her limit, whereas they and want... And it's not just two people <laughs> monitoring yeah. everything. It's There's a team for it's, engineering and medical. Well, and, not just yeah. a team for each one, but each one has their own designated, this is what you're going to focus on. Do not stray from this because it is important and her life depends on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering what happened to the very first person that ever did it. Yeah. And I... I haven't seen, like, the latest episodes, but... Like, yeah. I'm not a big fan of the new season, but that's Yeah, I haven't me, seen the so. new season. I've just watched the first season, and I mean, I liked it. It yeah. was kind of confusing where it was going, but I liked the idea and concept of where you could actually yeah. solve a murder going into someone else's brain. Going mm-hmm. into the murdered person's brain, yes. Yeah, yeah. and seeing what they last saw, what they were last feeling... Yeah, kind of. But moments before, and back back to our our subject of the night. Yeah, that 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 theory of, but like the, so like it is possible still to have that immersion tank sort of animus in film today, but yes, but it's not as blockbustery. Yeah, well, and here's another thing as well because I. I'll admit. So, so is he hanging there by like this plug-in in his neck? Is that what it? Or are we full well, I don't know support fully... system like the the suits in Pacific Rim? Another I think it's more like the support system, like things. Pacific Rim. So he's like, yeah. like he's moving around, and I think that's the kind of idea behind it is that it is now also training his muscles because that so was it's another a thing. More VR than yeah, just yeah. So like there. I. It, yeah. I like the theory of it where it's muscle memory, so your body's learning how to do these things by reenacting and doing them. Where in the yeah. animus thing, you learned how to do things, but you never actually got the physical strength to do those things. I think it was just assumed that you were also training or something. But I guess in the game, you just slept, and then you went to the machine, and that was it. Yeah, so. and that's that's one of my issues, because I'll admit, I'm, I actually am probably the one person in this room who would openly say he's not an Assassin's Creed fan. Like, I played a bunch of the games. But, I don't know, there's some things about it that really drive me nuts. And this movie looks like it's going to be pretty radically different, but does correct a few of the points that I have issues with. 
Um, one of them being the actual animus design, and what, what was the guy's name? Desmond, right? Yeah, yep, in the Desmond first Miles. one. Yeah. Yes, th- thank you. Yeah, I just want to make sure I got the name right because it's been a while since I played one through three. Uh, spent more time on the more recent ones here, but one of the things that was a little bit, I won't say confusing, but definitely distracting about, uh, particularly games one, two, and three was that in the first game, they didn't really market it as this being one of those across-time sort of concepts that way. So there was a little bit of a jarring motion that went through starting up the game, and it's like, wait, what? what is this white room I'm in? I'm very confused right now, and so is my character. And he's way too calm about this. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, so my ancestor was an assassin. Okay, I kind of get that. Wait, they're implying that... I am also an assassin. They're, they're claiming mean- it. And then like, he does say, because I just watched it today, yeah. <laughs> uh, those opening scenes, um, that, yeah, he he was raised on a commune yeah. farm. And yeah. there was some mention in his upbringing that he was an assassin. Yeah. So that's why oh, he, yeah. he says, yeah, I'm kind of an assassin. Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't they- know what that means, but yes. Yeah, yeah, when they get further into the games, they it, it like delves into his backstory of what he was, yeah. and like he got he got taught his his dad and all that stuff. They're all assassins, and he got taught how to live like an assassin. And so he like that's the reason he got caught by Abstergo is because he was he was hiding, he was doing all the things he was ingrained in his life to do. But then he just he got himself a license because he wanted to drive a motorcycle, and and that's how Abstergo found him. And yep. Yeah. And they captured him, and that, that, yeah. that was that. Yeah, no, and like the backstory ultimately ends up working, but in the first game, it was very—I don't know—it felt like a more of a tacked-on element more than anything else. Because it's like, okay, we get into this first game, and we're seeing on how cool Ezio is and all that, and you're getting—or uh, sorry, Altair, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Altair. Uh, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. We see on how cool Altair is, and then it's just like. And hold on, so I get that you're a descendant and all that, but you're going to tell me that this scrawny kid who's basically just complying with everything he's being told to do in this situation without even putting up a fight is supposed to be anything like him? And then the second game comes around, and it basically starts off with you escaping and having no idea how to fight or anything like that, it seems like, as you're trying to go and escape the place. And it's just... Things like that drove me a little bit nuts. And sure enough, by the third game, they seem to have worked out the story side of things. So it felt organic, although I didn't really like the gameplay mechanics that went along with it. But it felt organic to go and see him being a badass at that point. But the first couple of games, it was just really odd to me that, okay, we're saying that he's this. We are getting to see what his ancestors did and all that stuff. And we're implying that he's learning things through this but he's laying on a board the entire time. And though the mechanic does ultimately work with the way they put everything together, it does feel a little bit unnatural to the circumstances. Seeing that version of the Animus there, that fills in a lot of the logic gaps that I have playing the game. And it is more sensationalized. It's probably better for film. It's definitely a great departure, but that's actually a change that I think is better uh, 
for this kind of medium, for one thing. But also, I think franchise-wise, I think that that's actually a nice touch for what we're talking about in his storyline. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, what goes on in the later games, starting with Assassin's Creed uh, 4 Black Flag, whole different concept. That one, the laying in the bed thing works just fine for me. I'm okay with that. But it was kind of interesting seeing this general disconnect between the reality of the situation that we're watching and what they're saying. This just makes it feel better for me. So that that's just kind of my perspective on that. Uh, any other thoughts on the Animus? Um, I want to say that Assassin's Creed 1, uh, story-wise, I don't think they put a lot of effort into it. Uh, <laughs> you the think point they put is, any effort into it? <laughs> yeah, so it's hard to, like... Criticize it. The game play, and I don't know what the story is. So yeah, <laughs> and it's hard to criticize the first one because really it was the mechanics for the game. Like the big thing about Assassin's Creed One was that you could climb on anything. Like you, you could mm-hmm. traverse really well in that game. The, the, and the very open world. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of what there was before that, and I just remember when Assassin's Creed came out. I played it, and I was. Uh, I remember a friend saying. I've been playing tons of Assassin's Creed and it's just sucked in my brain. He's like, in that game, every rock you see, you can climb on. It's like, you see that rock right there? I could climb to it. And then I just climb up that wall and then I'm up on top of the wall. And there's really no restriction like there was in every other game, I guess. Yeah. So, um, so it was it was all about mechanics. So yeah. once when, if you have a game that has really good mechanics, you don't really need story. Yeah, um, and- I, I would definitely agree with that to a point, because um, that was certainly from the physics perspective of what they designed in there. It still is one of the most advanced games that ever came out. Um, but I will say overall, even though you had good mechanics like that inside of the game, I don't know if the gameplay itself was stellar enough to really stand out, especially considering how bad the story was. Because the year before that, you went and had the standalone Prince of Persia title that was released also by Ubisoft. And that one had some of the most amazing parkour mechanics that I've ever seen in a video game. But it didn't have all the great texture mapping that you could go and climb on everything with. That was the real big advantage there. Uh, But Assassin's Creed just felt so slow and clunky by comparison. I don't know. When was the last time you played it? Like, yeah. that's when you open up, or are you like, like, because it's hard to say going back now, it's going to feel clunky. Um, yeah, well, that, yeah. That, this, almost this 10 was years later. It, yeah, yeah, this is yeah. when it first came out that I'm going and making that point with, because I basically just finished that Prince of Persia title like a month before Assassin's Creed came out, and I was super yeah. excited for the game and then played it and was like, oh, this. There's some cool things going on here, but it feels really unpolished. Now, I will say the later games have completely reversed my opinion on that. So they've. Oh, well, those are completely different now than they are. Yeah, exactly. No, they've they've definitely evolved. Like, I applauded the mechanical aspect of things, but I I remember reading a review on IGN where they gave it a 7.5 for the first game. And I was like, oh, no, no, everything, everything I've seen from this thing, it's 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 got to. I'm reading the review, it's like, okay, they still liked it, but it's, it's got some issues, but I'm sure it's going to be better than that. I mean, I've been watching literally every video. Like, I I was so in love with the idea of this game before it came out, and then it did, and my soul got crushed a little bit that day, so I'm I'm nursing old wounds, unfortunately. I will admit, my, uh, my opinions are a little bit tainted and biased at this stuff, but I, it's... Sorry, I'm, I'm ranting about the first wait, game. Wait, that one really. That one. I hurt. think I need. To, I, need I think it, we need to rope this in a little bit. 
because yeah, it yeah, feels yeah. like we are now just talking about the fandom of the week. Yeah, we're so. kind of. <laughs> Either we go back to the movie, what we think about what's going to be the movie, or we just start playing the fandom of the week theme. Yeah, yeah, no, let's, let's back to the movie. Back to the movie. I'm I'm shutting up now. Other people talk about the other things in the in the movie trailer. Okay, yeah. What what do you feel you're excited let's for see. the movie then? Think, think about I the mean, movie aspect. Spanish Inquisition is what they said, right? Time period wise. Yes, it's exactly what's going on. Yep. Um, I believe that's same time areas like Assassin's Creed Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. that early Renaissance ish area, yeah. but in Spain as opposed to Italy. Um, I have opinions on the Spanish Inquisition and its sister, the German Inquisition. I wasn't, which was much that. bloodier, actually. <laughs> um, hi, things keep, you did keep that, that reference going. Not expect- yeah. <laughs> everything's happening right now. I'm not expecting. <laughs> um, so it'll be interesting because I don't think it's it's a, not a time period that people know that are people are familiar with off the back of their hand, right? Like yeah, but people know about it. They know about it. Like they knew about the Crusades for Assassin's yeah. Creed, and they knew basic Renaissance for the second yeah. one, right? And and that that's and kind of, no. so. It's like they know, they know the like, but I don't know any names of people. Yeah, most people don't. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, no, we just didn't expect Richard it. The How, why should we remember yeah. names? <laughs> the the Da Vinci and what have you in the second. Yeah. So, well, people know though. Like, the, the, yeah. it's it's really like, famous things and like people that know about them. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a movie. It'll be interesting still. to see how they they do it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will say I'm loving the art direction. I'm actually watching the trailer back again, just kind of admiring <laughs> everything going on here because I do love uh, going and adding. It's not a full sapia filter on there, but going and browning out the visuals for the older lighting and harsh colors and angles for all the modern day stuff. Yeah, I, I just. But love I, I think that's now contrast. an overdone yeah. trope in the. Is that really overdone? How often I, is... it? It gets used a lot, but that it's yeah. It expected, modern I is say. so crisp and clean and what have you, and then you get the brown filter for ye oldie. But if you were back then, you would remember it just as crisp and clean as today. Yeah. No. So, it, it, it's a storytelling trick. It's. It, I don't it's know. It's a design. Yeah, it, it's designed it, it to make adds, it easier. Yeah, it adds. Yeah, adds exactly. It it makes it easier. It makes the definition between the two images easier for people to understand. So you can go through jumping back and forth very quickly, and you know what's going on. Your brain immediately yeah. just clicks. Okay, this is fast. This is being. And also, it sets a theme. So the blue color, the cool blue seams of all those colors looks clean and modern, where the yellow makes things every look everything look dirtier like the brown or dirtier color because that's kind of how you picture that there's lots of sand there's lots of all the houses are made out of stone and mud and it's just it's just kind of the past which is just a dirtier area so like the way you think of uh if if like the you wouldn't if you went back in time like the 1950s or something like that you wouldn't think brown you'd think um you'd think pastel colors more than anything 
Yeah. Okay, but, yeah. Well, um, and then the seventies would be yeah. kind of brown, but it'd be like the kind of orange and brown the odd colors. Brown. Yeah. Uh, if you went back to like the nineteen thirties or something, like that, you'd almost think black and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are the colors that kind of mix with those things, or like western, you'd think sepia tones, and it's just there's colors that kind of automatically make you think of that era and then any of those tricks that make your brain get into that set of mind quicker is very great for a film director because it goes okay i don't have to describe this to you every single time it's just like your brain automatically knows so i don't need to do like it's like a superhero movie where you don't need to do the origin story because you just assume everyone already knows it because of just the trick it's just like that's the origin story. It's it's already out there. Everyone already knows what it is. People know what's going on in this movie. So you just get use those color tones, and the brain automatically thinks that's where this is, and so you don't have to really describe any of that stuff. Shortcuts, basically, shortcuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. And, like, I don't know how much of the movie is going to be in one time Area. I actually from have what I, yeah. yeah, I about to say from what I heard it was like sixty percent is gonna be in real time and like thirty to forty percent is gonna be in the uh the memories. Yeah, seventy thirty huh. is what this the director said. Kinda sad because if you're gonna have them actually going back into their memories, wouldn't you want to show more of that? basically what it is in the games yeah because it's like you spend very little time outside of the animus because technically in the game sure it seems like oh man i've been playing this for weeks and i feel like you know so much time has gone by but in reality only like days maybe a week has gone by technically to like desmond in the first game Mm -hmm. and the second game is just that everything's just happening so fast because time is relative you're in the yeah. animus. There is no such thing as your brain functions in time because your brain is so much faster. It could be processing this so much faster than mm-hmm. and, and you have time the the fast forwards and yeah. what have you through the boring bits. <laughs> yeah. You're just like nope, nope. I've already seen this a million times. Nope. I know I failed. Let's just keep going. Keep going. Yeah, well, in that game, he lives through like two people. So he goes through yeah. Altair, and then he lives through the entire life of Ezio and sees that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just like crucial memory. So he just kind of jumps between them. Yeah, um, whereas like with Altair, it was short. It was short and sweet with Altair, but then with Ezio, he actually continued with him more so than just reliving the life. It was learning to become who this kid person becomes because he, he started out as kind of a spoiled rich kid. And then realize, oh crap, mm-hmm. that, that that's not going to work for me anymore. These people just killed these people, and oh god, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, got to become an assassin. Yeah, it's like okay, well, oh hey, dang, there if goes you're going to actually Thursday. become this ancestor. You may as well learn the trade. Oh hey, this will work so much faster. So yeah. yeah. Th- this is kind of an interesting thing as well, because about the whole 70-30 split, I've heard a lot of people uh, complaining about this in the last week since that information went and came out. Uh, I will say, though, this is something people should have been expecting for a while and something that I think if they're doing this the way I, if they do this the way I'm expecting them to, this may be the smart thing to do. Uh, Adam Cooper, who's one of the screenplay writers for this movie, 
Uh, he did an interview a couple of months ago where he was talking about the way the game was designed versus the way that a movie has to be done. Because mm-hmm. in the game, you're going and playing through these intense story-driven bits. And the way that but, at least the first game... And then also you can choose to just dick around. Yeah, exactly. And not do the story if you want. Yeah. So... Yeah, and the way that him coming out of the animus at the end of each one of these story-driven elements is set up in the games, those are a chance for you to take a breath and just absorb everything that went and happened. That's the way that those games were designed. The problem with trying to translate that over to a movie, though, is that you don't take breaks the same way when you're watching something versus playing something. It has to be so more that- it's yeah. the reason I could watch four and a half hours of gameplay today versus actually playing it. Because th- there would be no way that I would be able to play that much of that game Yeah, in one pretty much one sitting versus like how I watched the, watched the gameplay today. Yeah. So I didn't know what he was implying in that interview. And now suddenly it makes perfect sense. Because... Mm-hmm. This story, the way that they're... I I won't say that they have to, but if they're going to try to really make Assassin's Creed the way that the games are designed, having that real-time element inside of it, there does need to be more emphasis on that character than what you had with Desmond in the first place. You're just not going to be able to go and have this storyline that took 16 hours to go and absorb everything through on both sides inside of the game in a two hour long film, you got to choose one or the other. And unfortunately mm-hmm. in this case, the assassin is almost the expendable character because he's got to die at some point. <laughs> yeah. He's just there for the action. Exactly. As, as a story bit. Yeah. Yeah. So this time around, they'll go and use all of the real world elements, I suspect as being the main story motivators and they'll go and have the breaks as it were, uh, be all of the past events and go and be very action driven and whatnot. So this could actually work out really well having that kind of mix and really make those uh, past events really special. And if they do them right, which it looks like they are from the footage, really intense and memorable as well. So I, I hope that's what they're going for. I hope. Maybe. I don't know. One can only hope. Yep. Fingers. Fingers I just, uh, there's just the one thing that's always going to be there, the elephant in the room, is it's a video game movie, and what do we know about video game movies and their history? Uh, <laughs> Prince of Persia. But that said, this is the year, apparently, that we're getting all the uh, the video game movies. Yeah. Between this and... and uh, Warcraft. Yeah. Yeah, which I, actually, I hate to say, it actually, looks good. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll say this. Part of the problem I think that we've run into, though, with a lot of the video game movies, is partially an understanding of what they are and the people that play them and why people enjoy them, as well as budgets being put into making these films the way that they really need to be done. Mm-hmm. And we are starting to see on where at least budgets are starting to move in that direction. Uh, and we're also starting to go and get new or newer screenplay writers that actually are gamers and have played these things. Yeah. I will say not always 
the best hits, but at least they seem to be moving in the right direction. I mean, we had the Super Mario Brothers movie that came out in the 80s, and that basically had nothing to do with the games. I mean, you know, they had Super Mario Brothers, but now they're father and son. Still confused yeah. by that one. Yeah. But even like last year's, uh, trying to remember what the, or Agent 47, the Hitman oh, movie Hitman. came out there. Yeah. There's yeah. been two Hitman movies now. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you had the Timothy Oliphant one, which actually was not a bad movie. It just wasn't a great Hitman movie. And then you've got Agent 47, which still wasn't a great Hitman movie, but was definitely moving more towards that kind of fun, almost cartoonish element that kind of comes along with that game unintentionally. We're definitely moving in the right direction. They're getting better. Well, that's the thing I've talked about lots of times, where you're losing an aspect of the interaction. So there's, like all these movies... Like like McKenna uh, said, you can dick around and do nothing in the game. Uh, that will just never be in the movie. There's that freedom of doing random things is it's taken more, away from World of yeah. Warcraft, where you could spend months farming. That's yeah. not going to be in the game <laughs> or yeah. in the movie. So, so all these aspects of like the interactive of randomly doing things, because like Hitman, you look at it and it's, you don't think you can dress up like a clown and stuff. That's, yeah, that's the thing you do. You assassinate people dressed as a clown, and that adds the really funny element to it. But on the surface, like the movie is going to be the very surface of it, and on the surface, it's an assassin who goes and kills people by uh, infiltrating and blending in completely, a hundred percent. And you go, okay, that sounds like a very uh, dark action kind of theme thing. But then people. When you give free uh, freedom to people, they will always find things and interpret things the way it wasn't really intended, um, and people then will those, break shit. <laughs> yeah, and change it, and then the way people uh, enjoy or eat eat. I want to say eat. Uh, consume. Eat, consume. Consume. That's the word I'm looking for. Consume this media is going to be completely different than the service value of it. So. Mm-hmm. Like Minecraft, like like it'd be Minecraft. You go play Minecraft. It's like a crafting adventure game, um, or you could just build a bunch of dicks everywhere. It's it's kind of literally like on the dick sur- around. Wait, wait, on the wait, surface, hold on. That's that's not required. You don't need to make the dicks in Minecraft. No, no, that's actually a hundred percent. Like because that would make it sexual in some kind of way, and it's it's that game's rated E for everyone. Oh so. my god, I've been playing the game wrong. Well, you're not. that's the thing. That's the thing. You're not. It's it's supposed to be freedom, so you can be free to do whatever you do want. Whatever you want. Yeah. So you can buy, find as much gold as you want, and make that giant golden penis. That's oh a waste my. Of gold. That's a. What else do you use it for? <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, that's the thing. Is like people have the freedom to do things, and then they go and do things to see if they can. Because that's just how it is. So I wonder if it will be like really good, or if it will go kind of that whole uh, like like Prince the, of Persia did, where it's just oh, it's just an action movie that has elements or, from or the, game. the way of the the D and D movies. Oh, <laughs> not a video game movie, but still a gaming movie. Yeah, that one's even harder. That we because don't even talk. Yeah, D and D is just so open, and you can anything can happen. You just yeah. have the elements that are just kind of in there. That, that's literally, I, I swear, that movie... You, you write a story in that world and call it D&D. Yeah, it's just like the group of 
they were like, okay, we don't want to. We've been, we've been playing D anD D every Sunday instead of writing a script for a movie. Uh, or well, why or don't we just write down the gamers? Was it the gamers uh, where yeah. it's the indie film and you, you bounce between the gaming group and the the adventuring company mm-hmm. and like things things pass over so like the one character forgets he's playing a, a female mage and so all of a sudden it's a guy in a dress <laughs> huh. you haven't seen those it's, movies it's, tyler no i haven't oh god oh please. you need to yeah I, uh, is call? it still on t- netflix it might still be on netflix but oh god would i have it though that's the question canadian netflix oh. uh hold hold on what's it called, what's it called? Uh, gamers gamers i think yeah Yeah, there might be a subtitle to that yeah i'm I'm checking that part real quick uh the gamers film a very low budget cult film yes yeah well there's there's what three of them that are uh Uh, darkness rising darkness rising is the one that i'm thinking of i'm just i'm gonna type in game i'm just typing game see what comes up Yes, the Dead Gentleman Productions, the gamer, the gamer—that's what it's called. S. S. And then Darkness uh, Rising is the better one. Game. I got nothing. I got nothing. Hold on, I'll—I'll—they'll send you a YouTube link to the first one. Somebody's got, got it uploaded. I got Hunger Games. I got Video Games, the movie. I've got Intimidation <laughs> Games. I got Video the games, Beautiful Game, the Short Game, Indie Games, the movie. Bob the Builder, Snow Under. Well, I, I don't know. I, I just Bob the Builder's there. Yeah, one one of those is a little concerning. One of these things is not like the others. <laughs> oh man, why is it becoming more expensive? What the hell? I I, I don't know. Netflix is a bitch. Yeah, well, that Netflix is going to be out of business in the next five to eight years based on their current model. <laughs> I don't know, man. They're making stuff. They're making stuff. The problem is they're making money off of the stuff that they're making, and they're losing it on everything else because of royalty fees. Yeah, they need to update their models and get some other uh, revenue generators going on. Yes. We can have a discussion about that later, but uh, later because we're <laughs> totally off topic. Of we are. Wow. <laughs> hmm. That means it's time for the theme. Yes. The theme. Yes. Oh yes, uh, the theme. Yes, McKenna, would you please? Well, would you hit the switch for me? I, I, I am hitting the switch. What is a fandom? Movies, TV, anime, web series, anything can become one. But the internet has made them into something more. Wars have been fought over whose fandom is the greatest. Families, friendships, and marriages have all been lost in these battles. Every week, we see who has what it takes to be the best. It's Rob's Stone Cold Pick of the Century for this week. Let's see who has what it takes to be it this week. All right, welcome to Rob Stone Cold Pick of the Century. 
for this week, also known as the Fandom of the Week, and continuing our theme of multi <laughs> multi generational video games. Yes, uh, we're going to be going and taking Assassin's Creed to the Fandom of the Week. Though this time a little heard this time a little bit different, not about the movie, but about the games itself, which we've also kind of talked about a lot here. My yeah, bad. <laughs> but now, so now I, we will expand a little bit even more, like your favorite games, the, yep, uh, exactly. the infamous number three. Yes, mm. yes, there we go. Mm. Yeah, what's uh, what? I, I got a feeling that most of us are probably going to come up with the same answer for part of this with which game was your least favorite out of the series, but... I'm curious to also hear which one was your favorite out of the series and for what reasons. Because uh, this is a game series, uh, despite all the moaning that I go and uh, bring up when it comes to this stuff. It is a really fascinating series that has changed a lot over the years. And I do believe that every game does have something to really appreciate about it. It's This is not a static game where they just keep going and putting a new... Uh, Mapping layer, uh, mapping layer over the top, or anything like that. They are they're really making a different game every time. So, oh, Rogue was would, like that though. Yeah, I, that, not uh, every game is though. Sometimes they go and yeah. make you know a second or a third game in a series, and it's just okay. We're just going to go and take all these character models and all of these pre-made objects, and we're just going to arrange them in a new way and shove this story in here and call it good. Mm-hmm. Uh, something a game series that comes out with a new installment every single year is rarely as well defined as what Assassin's Creed does. I mean, this is a true compliment to the guys at Ubisoft and what they're doing here. Yeah, you know, maybe I can make an argument about some single player mechanics going and changing, but like Call of Duty, you know, good yeah. games, great games, but it basically is the same thing, just with slightly changed mechanics and whatnot every year, and just well, slightly that really different. weird because every every year that one is like it's done by a different publisher and everything, so it's yeah because uh, they kind of go in succession, so like it keeps coming out with a new Call of Duty or such, and they're all made by different studios, but it's so cookie cutter that it is the same. Yeah, no to to Assassin's Creed credit. They really know what they're doing. And granted, it is three different Ubisoft production teams that are constantly working on these games. It's not just uh, one team that's going and releasing a title every single year or so. Uh, you know, it's one studio is working on this game, another studio is working on this game, so they can keep releasing them in quick succession. But they all do a good job of working together and making something that's internally consistent while also giving us a very unique gameplay experience every single time. So, except for let's... like, I, I gotta say, Rogue, uh, Rogue yeah. was literally it was like a carbon copy of uh, uh, Black, Black Flag. Flag. So like yeah. the menus, crafting, everything was the same. The only difference was it was a different map and a different main character. Yeah, storyline. Different storyline. Yeah, different yeah. storyline, different map, different main character. So that's what that, they kind of changed, but. Yeah. That that's the redhead that's the redheaded stepchild of the group though because that came out the same year as Unity, and that's like, the point yeah. I guess because like <laughs> the whole thing with that is Unity was next gen so like PS4 Xbox One and so yeah. then they're like well there's still lots of 360s and PS3s out there so we'll just make a game for them as well so you're hitting both markets and that's yeah. basically kind of what happened there and now. A lot of people didn't play Rogue because of that, but it copied uh, 
one of the Assassin's Creed that is now, I, I think, when I talk to people what their favorite Assassin's Creed is, a lot of people say they like Black Flag. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rogue is literally a, like a copy of Black Flag. So if you played Black Flag, then you'll really enjoy Rogue because it literally is the same menus and everything, just another story. So it's like an expansion almost. Uh, well, I'd consider it like an expansion, like more yeah. or DLC. But it, um, that's yeah. that's also oh, the weird yeah. one for <laughs> that's a weird one for a different reason too, though, because you make a great point there. Um, despite the fact that these, and I don't know how this is possible, have ended up being the two lowest selling Assassin's Creed games uh, on the marketplace, at least considering market proportionality. Because um, the first one actually has sold fewer titles than some of these other ones, but it was also a new IP, so they don't count it the same way. Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, and Rogue have the two highest meta scores for overall industry reviews, but they're also the two least selling of the main storyline Assassin's Creed titles. Really? Believe it or not, yeah. Now, this is only counting first uh, first title releases, so this doesn't go and count any trade-in values or anything like that. Mm. This is just kind of a weird one. See, what I want to kind of count that to is they had the boat fighting mechanic, like the, the ship mechanic in 3. Yeah. And uh, who is it? I was talking with one of my friends, and like a lot of people don't like 3. Um yeah. And they really didn't like the boat mechanic in three, and so when they started, when they announced uh, Black Flag, a lot of I heard a lot of skepticalness, skepti- skepticism. There we go. That's the word uh, about Black Flag because they had the boat mechanic in three, and it didn't feel really good or anything. And so it was like you're going to build a game completely on that part, like that game aspect that no one really liked in this game to begin with, and it felt like a crazy idea. Uh, but then you get into it, and you're like, no, you're you're a pirate. That's that's what you do. You're on a boat. You're a pirate. Fits perfectly. Um, fits. I I I can't say perfectly. It fits way better than I think it was initially expected. Uh, to the yeah. point where. People really loved the sea shanties, mm-hmm. um, so they that like I heard that a lot. Whereas like that's one of the favorite things they did in Black Flag is they would just go on their boat, go down, just sail, and have them sing sea shanties. That was that was it. That's what that that was the way they fucked around in that game. Is they'd go hey, find sea, sea shanties. shanties. Awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like what what are you doing? I'm just sailing, listening to sea shanties, and that's that's how you kill time in that game. <laughs> You don't go do jump around, do crazy parkour stuff. You just you sail. It's like yeah. wow. Or if you got to the point in the game, well, to always go underwater. Yeah, go underwater. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause it was a like in Black Flag, you could stuff. actually yeah. go down and fight off sharks and look for treasure on the the seafloor. I never got a point or got to that point, but. I know yeah. watching other people play, it was just like, oh, God, I would. It's already bad enough of your characters trying to defend themselves above land. You want him to go below water where there's restricted movement and he only has a spear and that thing has full range movement coming at you? Uh, no, 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 no. Get, get back on the boat. 
Oh, okay, I need to make a small amendment to what I, to what I said there. Uh, oh, about oh, Black, oh. Yeah, about Black Flag and uh, Rogue being the two lowest selling ones. Uh, so the listing I was looking at before, and I realized this going and looking it up again, uh, it was missing one of the titles in there, Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Brotherhood actually uh, had a smaller her had a smaller uh, original release number than Black Flag. Uh, that one only had six point five million. Assassin's Creed Black Flag in its initial launch period, which is basically the first three months. Uh, after no, wait, the- mm-hmm. is. Are you talking about the sale record of Brotherhood digital or online? Because mm. yeah, well, like here's a the thing: physical copy or digitally? Mm. Uh, probably so physical, because I don't think they really have digital copy number well, sales. Yeah. Okay. With so that- I'd say because people using that, playing that on the PC was like way too many, from what I remember hearing about it. Yeah, Everyone although there's a much higher piracy. Computer. Yeah, there's a much higher yeah. piracy rate with that stuff as well, so it becomes hard to go and measure that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the numbers I'm looking at here do go and clarify. They include Xbox Live Arcade as well as PSN numbers on there. Okay, uh, it doesn't like, say I, anything about PC releases, but not surprising there. Okay, uh, there's all, there was also the the box sets where you could buy all of the trilogies together. Yeah, but those were all released later. Those were all released later, yeah. so they're not counted as part of these kind of metrics. So there are more of these that have been sold overall, and this doesn't include the trade-ins and the repurchases and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but just to kind of break down the listing here, uh, the first Assassin's Creed went and sold 10.6 million units in its initial three-month period. Assassin's Creed II, uh, 11.4 million. Then Brotherhood only lists at 6.5. That might have something to do with that PC situation you were talking about, though. There might have been a bit more of an exodus over to that formatting. A lot of people were playing Steam at that point. Yeah. Uh, then you had Assassin's Creed Revelations. This one surprised me because this one grossed, uh, or this one had 9.5 million copies sold. Um, I actually would have expected that one to be lower, but yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'd say the Assassin's Creed, like, since uh, Assassin's Creed 2 was like kind of split up into a trilogy, basically. Yeah. Um, so with like the Brotherhood and uh, Revelations, uh, that's I'd say that is when Assassin's Creed really took off. Yeah. Was, well, I think that's really what got it going. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'd say those one. I'd say those ones are probably the highest ones out of all of them. Yeah. Um, and then it would have peaked around three, and then when three, a lot of people didn't like it, would have kind of dropped off a bit, and then it would have been kind of. You know, up and down from there because like I said I, I feel like a lot of people say they like Black Flag uh, a lot and oh, so yeah. I feel like that would kind of peak back up again and then Unity had so many problems that that might kind of peak up and down oh the glitchy videos yeah oh god the face is ripping <laughs> off um, yeah Assassin's people Creed running 3. a face in midair yeah <laughs> this is definitely where it gets interesting and I do think that Assassin's Creed 3 hurt the franchise overall because uh, that one had the most hype going into it ever since that Game Informer cover got released. Everybody saw this, you know, leather outfit and very Native American inspired and everything that was going on there. The rich imagery and then seeing that awesome gameplay uh, footage that they went and revealed at E3. And then we saw nothing after that. It's like, oh, this is this is big. This is going to be the epic one. This is the finale to this storyline. You know, we all yeah, knew this was going to yeah. be big. That's the and point. Is it was the finale? So exactly, and that one still holds the record. 
at 12.6 million units sold. Oh, so that one did sell the most. It it did sell the most, Yay. yeah. So that one that one had a lot going for it, but there were a lot of uh, there were a lot of issues with that game. I think we can you know say pretty fairly that there were problems. I mean, everybody agree with that? Yeah. Well, Assassin's Creed Three. Yeah, I would like. I wouldn't say there was technical problems. Yeah, not um, technical like, problems. Just I think um, the expectation was too high for what the game was. Yeah, it just. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly it. Because you play it, it's like it doesn't have any problems. It's got different mechanics. It introduces the hunting mechanic into it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like a hunting crafting mechanic. It's got the boat mechanic. Um, it's Civil War. It's like the American Civil War. Um, so I don't know. It's just I think the problem was character-wise. I think people didn't like the characters in it, and they couldn't really relate. I heard a lot of people complaining about Connor, which maybe that's why I like him so much. (laughs) Yeah, so I think that was basically it. It It's like the story, character aspect of it that people just didn't like. Yeah, and Um, I know a lot of people have complained about the Desmond mechanics that were going on in there, and they didn't like how that played and all that. So A lot of people didn't like Desmond either. Yeah, exactly. I, I... that one I defend a lot because it's not a bad game. I mean, people, the way they go and talk about that one, I can't say that there's a lot of people that will go and outright say they loved it. It's the best game ever. There's a few people I've met that are like that, but not most people. But there are some people that just talk about that thing like it was the absolute worst thing ever released. And it's like, OK, come on. That's a bit of an exaggeration there. But I would just go smack them. Yeah, <laughs> you would. Um, but this, <laughs> that is the most adorable beatdown you'll ever see, people. <laughs> Not until I get that hurt. Hey, until you're mobbed by all of them. Yeah. Hey, don't forget, Squeaky accidentally took the real heart of Scorpion. That was gross. Yes, yes, that was uh, that was an interesting thing. It's very interesting. Um, but it definitely did hurt the franchise, though, because you went from that apex, the high point there, with a record-breaking number uh, at the time for an Ubisoft uh, title at that point. And then Black Flag comes out, which was the most expensive one to produce to date, mostly because of the uh, five-console, re- or just say the five-format release okay. point they did on there. Step it. Uh, but they only sold 9 million units. Yeah, it seems like so. it's all based off of the last game's performance. Exactly, because so, that like, game uh, did really good, and then Unity came out, and I'm shocked. That one hit an 11 million uh, sales unit number. I think like, it was the Notre Dame that how. really got people. Yeah. I know for a fact that I, the biggest comment people gave me was like, holy crap, they had the Notre Dame. Yeah. Oh. And th- I think that really excited people i don't know why but maybe it's the fact that they all wanted to climb it i (laughs) i definitely get that well Um, climbing some of the places that are in the renaissance ones the italian locations you wouldn't want to climb them (laughs) yeah yeah. it all has to do with a lot of florence and venice and it's like You, you really don't want to climb the 3,000 steps to get to the top of that tower i (laughs) promise you just, just scale the outside it's much faster uh-huh. I think that's what they, they did. They in, frown uh, on that nowadays. Um, that's what they did in uh, 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 Syndicate. 
Assassin's Creed Syndicate, where it's like, like, like make the uh, the assassins like add a cape that looks like angel wings. They won't bother you then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that's 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 kind of whole thing with Syndicate too. Where it's like you go into London, and the first thing you want to do is climb the tower, uh, the Big Ben. Uh, but then they added the the hookshot thing. What was the thing? Is it called the hookshot? Uh, that That's doesn't sound Zelda. right. Hmm? You're, Zel- you're Zelda. Too- you're Zeldaing too hard. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, they just called the grappling hook then. What, yes. what did they call it? I, I yeah, think okay. it was a grappling hook. Yeah, and then getting up the Big Ben is really easy then. Uh, but then that makes you think, wow, this Big Ben is actually really, really tall. Um, because you shoot up to the very top and then you're still just kind of climbing and it took, takes longer than you think it does for a grappling hook. So imagine doing that just climbing. It would uh, be a long time. Me, it makes me realize that uh, Rogue, Unity, and Syndicate are the three games so far I have not been able to play because on a console I do not own. Um. And so here I, am on, here I am going, I want to keep playing, I want to play it, I want to play it. Stop putting them on consoles I can't play them on. I don't have the well, money to, to buy them. The the future. Wait, yes. you can't gonna... play. Why can't you play Rogue? I can play Rogue. It was just one of those ones where I was staring at it, and I didn't, never had the money to do it. Mm. And now that I'm slowly saving up money, I'm just like, I can always go back and buy it because I met an amazing cosplayer who actually looks just like him. I was like, dude, we're taking a trip to Alaska and going on the glacier. <laughs> I really, sh- I actually own Rogue. I uh, what what console do you have? I have the PS3 and the Wii U. Okay, good. Uh, if you got the PS3, uh, that's the version Kitten. I've got Rogue on. I'll let you borrow that. Kitten, stop! No, get off! Get off! Get! get off. <laughs> well, my Rogue's on PS3 as well. Cool. Which is Kitten, weird because I had off. all 360s before then. No, off! Oh my God, Kitten, stay off! <laughs> Meanwhile, I have a good kitten in my lap. Yeah, whereas mine's trying to step on my face while I'm doing homework. <laughs> Wait, Rob, uh, uh, how yeah. how well did Syndicate do? Syndicate, not well. I'm actually trying to get a final number on that. I'm seeing some conflicting ones. I'm seeing it somewhere between 6.8 and 7.5 million units sold. Oh. See, I think that's because that's all based off the last game of like Unity, because yeah. Unity... Um, like it had a lot of more negative press than positive press about it oh, yeah. being really glitchy, and so yeah. that the next game after it is gonna get those effects of like not having mm-hmm. a big number. So I feel whatever comes after Syndicate is probably gonna have really high uh, sales because Syndicate. Uh, I thought it was a good game, depending on how it looks preview wise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they'll make it look good. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think any of the Assassin's Creed games they never not made look good when they showed them off. Yeah, um, because Ubisoft's like, very good about going and promoting their stuff. I mean, they made Watch Dogs look absolutely amazing when we first saw that. Yeah. Oh boy, did that not turn out the way I thought it would? Well, I guess that's exactly exactly what it is, and you go, oh, this is exactly what it is. I guess I really didn't want this. Yeah. No, that's, I, I uh, that's one more, of those weird but... ones. Yeah, it's like, huh. I guess I thought there'd be There's more weird controlling there. stuff. Or yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Watch Dogs is just something else. I it's, uh, leave that for another time. Yeah. No. We're, we're, let's let's not go there. So this is uh, run about as long as I expected us to. We pretty much hit all the points I expected us to as well. 
Uh, so uh, let me just go and ask this question, roundtable style, favorite uh, title in the series. Uh, let's go. Uh, Squeaky. Assassin's Creed 3. Okay. All right. There, <laughs> there's one. There it is. Yep, there's there's the yep. one. <laughs> and let's just stop there. Good night, everybody. Have a great day. <laughs> there is literally nowhere to go from there. <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, Tyler. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Um. Did anyone play the PSP version one? Yes. Oh, um, Liberation. That the yeah. one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I, I never played it, so I don't know. It's a lot of fun until you get to a one-handed fight where you're literally fighting a one-armed guy, and no matter what you do, every time he brushes past and hits you, you go down to one health point. Jesus. God and you have to keep, and you're in a, you're surrounded by his men, so you're stuck, Death and match. you're going around in a circle, and he's just circling you as you're like, crap, crap. Gotta recover health. Gotta recover health. Okay, I'm back at one point. Smack. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> hmm. You can't really get a hit in because even though he's only one armed, he is kicking your butt. And hmm. you are not wearing your assassin gear. Hmm. So all you have are your fist. And you're very low leveled at that point. Yeah. That, that's hmm. kind of where I got stuck. <laughs> Still worth playing. Oh, yeah. yeah I kind of wish that had been Assassin's Creed 3. That one actually was... Uh, or even putting those two together. Yeah. Had that all been on one title, I think it probably would have uh, been received better. Because that storyline was well put together. The mechanics were different than the main games, but and it was still really well designed. Well, it was that was a woman main character. Eyes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was interesting just because of her background. And you actually get to see from her being a child to where she is now and how it structured her and literally of what those times were like. And then you realize, wow, she, for being, you know, who she is, she's in a really high place where normally the people of her were not in that type of, you know, placement at that time. Yeah. And it just shows that power that she has. And, oh, look, she's an assassin. Well, now you're all fucked. <laughs> yeah, that, that might be the most unique title in the series. And actually one of my favorites, it's not the best in terms of overall structure, I actually would give it one of the lower ratings out of all of the games, just in terms of X, Y, and Z factors using an objective scale across all of them. But it might be one of my favorites to play just because it is so different. Ken, Friga, Friga, off the back. The Mac is oh my not god, the cats are revolting. Kitten Inkling is now laying across my arms while I'm trying to type on the keyboard, and he is getting heavy. And I'm hmm. trying to turn in my homework assignment. <laughs> Kitten, you're not helping. Get up. Okay, now he's just stuck to me. Kitten. Uh, oh. That's what you get for having a squid as a cat. Hey, he's not completely squid. He goes cracking sometimes. <laughs> you do not want to see him cracking. Lately, I swear... It's like when Frigga goes ninja mama. Yeah, Inkling has been going squid on my door because I will hear something like tapping and bumping against it, and I'll try to open my door and I realize, ah, oh, man, my door is heavy. Why is my door heavy? I open it and he's hanging from the doorknob, going, "Hi, mom. Hi, mom. I heard you awake. You're awake. Let me in. I want to play. I want to play with my brother. Okay. Hi. Bye." Yeah. No, Frika hasn't figured out doorknobs, but she will 
knock on the door at 4 a.m. in the morning until someone gets up and tells her no. Or her food bill bowl is full. Inkling learned that if he wraps his paws around the counter or the cabinets, then he can actually grab a hold of the handles and open the cabinet and let himself in. Because that's wow. where his food used to be. So, yeah, little, little brat who's still being a slushy squid on my arms and my, my other cat, Kubia, is glaring at him going, Mom, feed me before I die. <laughs> yep. Oh. And I can't and think of a better... And that was today in catdom. Yes, I, I don't think there's any better place to go and end the fandom of the week than to go and have a cat potentially dying of malnutrition. So... Yeah. <laughs> He's a fatty cat. Well, if that's the case, then it's going to be into my area next. Yes. Uh, we're entering Tyler's area. Yes. So this is where we get the zombie band. Yes, the summon zombie the zombies. Band. I'm summoning the zombie band. Yeah, they're, they're digging themselves up. They're yep. getting out there. They're tuning their instruments. They're Put getting on things moon, moon trance. <laughs> moon trance? Moon trance. It's a Lindsay Sterling song where literally she goes into the graveyard and all the zombies come up and she's playing the violin and trying to like not get killed. Oh, can hmm. you get her zombies They'll instead? learn that for next time. They'll learn <laughs> they that sound like they're going to kill her though, Rob. Yeah, they're actually really good dancers. <laughs> oh. Most oh, zombies are. the same ones that Michael Jackson used. Yeah. Now, I think they're, they're more... Oh, there goes Kitten. <laughs> well, okay. Let me, let me get into here. Let them set them up, and they're about to play in three, two, one. Ah, it's time for Tyler's Anime Corner. Now, in Tyler's Anime Corner, once a week, I, Tyler, ask a question about anime, and my friends come up with an anime to fit that question. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's scary. Sometimes it's just plain weird. But what it always is, is very enlightening. This week's question is... Why is there always a going to the beach episode? Let's see what my friends come up with in this week's Tyler's Anime Corner. Thanks, guys. Yep. Thanks. No, there they go. See They're you good. next week. They played their part. They're off. Way to go, Fred. Way to go. Okay. So good guys. Really like those guys. Ah, uh, now my question. Now. What are your thoughts on this, guys? I I have an answer Ugh. and an anime to fit it. Wow, beautiful! That's that's Look the at. exact stipulations I I said in my theme song there, my intro. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, it's crazy that you did that. Who would have thunk it? Yep, hey. I know, I know. Some sometimes wasn't, some of us actually follow the formatting. <laughs> I wasn't expecting what? that. Never. Just like I wasn't expecting the Spanish Inquisition. Spanish. <laughs> well, well then Rob if you, if you yes. have one uh, I guess you'll go first yes yes uh, so my anime is Bleach because there was not one not two not three but four Beach episodes really no joke well when your show is 500 episodes long yeah it's yeah. one of those one of those style shows and that makes sense yeah, lots of man, it, it's the hella filler factor. Uh, yeah. how, how many how many beach episodes was in Naruto? Was there any Naruto? 
I'm actually trying to think. There were a couple of ending themes that featured some of that stuff, but I don't remember an actual episode on the beach. The movies only. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, One Piece, literally the entire anime is. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I have two. Or or kill a kill. Yeah. (laughs) I I have two different ones. One was Buso Rankin. Yeah, yep, that's. Okay, I guess Morgan will go first. Okay. Go hard. Okay. I, yeah, just there's Buso Rankin. Literally, they needed to go and to the beach to fight this ginormous squid, only to find out that they actually didn't need to fight it in the end. They just needed to be out there so that the rest of the storyline could continue in the very background while, like, the main character got beaten up or something. But the other characters are going, oh, my God, there's this huge squid, and it's, like, 24 stories tall, and it's going to kill us all. Oh, my God. Wait, you're not going to kill us all? Then why are you here? Oh, okay, well, goodbye. Hmm. Yeah. Jeez. It was kind of a, it was a filler so that the storyline didn't need to have this whole entire episode for it but it just is like oh hey we need to have this part and that part to happen but that's not enough for a whole episode so i was gonna say i don't remember that from the manga jeez yeah and then uh ushio totora i don't know if you guys have ever heard of that one i don't think so Uh, yeah no that's a new one to me ushio tora is originally a manga the anime was very short. It only did like five or six episodes of it. And the series is very long. It's simply, okay, grandpa or dad keeps telling me, don't go down to the basement. Don't go down to the basement because there's a demon in the basement with a legendary spear. Oh, dad's stupid. I'm whatever. I'm going to kick him in the head. Stuff like that. And Oh, hey, look, there is this monstrous lion looking creature that has a spear through its chest, holding it to the wall, and it's a jerk. Oh, hey, I'm going to take the spear out, because there's now random monsters running around trying to kill us all. Oh, look at that, now he's trying to kill me. But they have these really interesting beach scenes where they actually get devoured by demons and have to work their way up, slicing out of it. But... Actually, I think there was like two or three beach scenes in that whole series. Wait, so they're inside a demon and there's a beach inside the demon. Yeah, it's a five-mile-long demon. What's it called? Let me, let me look Ushio it up. Ushio Tora. Ushio Tora. Ushio is the name of the monster. And Ushio Tora. Or sorry, Ushio is the boy's name. Tora is what he names the, the yokai. It's actually a really good series. I mean, they actually conclude the series and say, oh, hey, look, there's here's the beginning, here's the middle, and oh, look at that! Here is an end! There's, I've got one, and it's like 26 episodes. Okay, so yeah, it's, like I own it, but it comes out like as a DVD sort of thing. Hmm. Okay. It's, it's actually pretty good. I mean, the voices are kind of funky. Not exactly what I was expecting, but they kept one of the the chapters, which was they go with their classmates to the ocean side. And, oh, look, yay, we're going to go have fun on the beach. And there's this little bastard of a little boy that's being an asshole. And his dad had been taken away on a boat to sea. So he goes out on the boat and decides, hey, what the hell? I'm going to go out there and I'm going to 
by my dad. Well, there's this sea serpent of a god that then swallows him whole. And I, I, I can't remember if uh, well, the, one of the girls that, that's in love with the main character is also swallowed whole, along with Tora, the, the yokai. And Ushio has to go and save them. But the whole thing comes back to them being on the beach and just like, oh my gosh. Mm. Anyway, it's, it's a good series. It's kind of older, but good. Is one of the girls either Asako or Mayuko? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm, look, I'm reading it right now. I'm looking it up. Oh, yeah, there's a sequel. Yeah. Second Wait, season. There's a second oh, season. Dear God, what do they do? <laughs> and that one only looks to have 13 episodes. Let's see. Mm. Ushio Tutora. Yeah, the, the manga is incredible. Like, I had a background of one of the... Oh, that's currently airing. The oh, second nice. season of it is currently airing. Oh. So there you go. But I, I loved the design of Tora. It's very human-like, but... Especially when he's not being an awkward anime chibi. Uh, yeah, it looks yeah, kind of comedy. It, it looks like uh, action adventure comedy shown in Supernatural. Yeah, no, there it is a very wide variety, and I love all the different demons that they show. And it's not, oh look, we're gonna be a comedy and be a kids show. No, it is so not a kids show. It's very bloody, very gory, and I think I originally got into it because Ushio reminded me of Yusuke Yurameshi from Yu Hakusho. Mm. From the time where he grows his hair out, and it's, oh, look at that. I turn into a demon. Whoosh, long hair. And long black hair. Which happens mm. to both characters. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. And, right. and that's, that's your beach theme, basically, because mm -hmm. it happens with lots of beaches and stuff. Yep. Huh. Well, I just learned a new anime I've never watched. I might watch it. It looks yeah. like it'd be interesting. It came out in 2015. The anime, I should say. I don't know when the manga came, manga came out. Mm, I, the first anime came out like 13 or something. Because I had it when I first moved here. Hmm. Maybe, maybe there's like an alternate version. Oh, here's one. Oh man, there's one that came out in '92 to '93. It's ten episodes. Uh, Adaptation. There's one that came out in '90 to '96. That's oh, that's the manga. My bad. <laughs> I'm just looking up information now. Yeah. So the adaptation of that uh, alternate version. So yeah, I guess the first one came out in '92 uh, to '93. Yeah, like like, I didn't, I didn't get it until when I first moved down here. Going, holy crap! They actually made an anime of this. So <laughs> I yeah. read it online. They never mm -hmm. ever translated the manga to English, which made me very sad. You know, Tyler, I've realized going and doing your anime corner so much that as much as I complain about Hollywood having no new ideas, I'm starting to realize the Japanese have it much, much worse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, because they, they've yeah. ran out completely. Like, yes. there is a lot of anime, so you're going to see a lot of continuous plots or things you can get very convoluted and very yeah. complex, and it's 
there is no simple story anymore because those have all just been done already. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, I'm uh, I'm realizing that. Mash them up and yeah. Yes, and now you've got girls who are also part horse, who are also racers, who are also or high also school students, who are also lesbians. No, they're also, also battleships. battleships. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also oh, the the anyway. centaur girls racing team. I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I decided I was done with anime when I saw that. It's like, nope, nope, we're done. Or the fifteenth. What, what's the flavor this, this month in sports anime? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. All mm. right. All right. Uh, okay, Rob. Yes. Okay. Go. So yes, speech scene, bleach. Uh, reason why I bring up this one uh, because I think I can go and describe the necessity behind the beach scene in just a couple of words. The first one being fan service. Second word being yeah. boobies. Ooh. Third word being ladies. Fourth word being perverts. Fifth word being yep. Japanese. <laughs> it all just kind of fits together. <laughs> Tell me that does not just sum everything up perfectly. Yeah. Bleach had a yeah. lot of lovely ladies to go and put into very skimpy outfits. A lot of, a lot of boobs. Yeah. Because. And the worst part is, like, all of those episodes happened at times where there were other internal conflicts going on, particularly inside of Soul Society. So there's a lot of characters that are hating each other at that moment in the main storyline, whether it's filler arcs or, uh, you know, the actual arcs from the manga. So there are always these really awkward things where it's just like, okay, these characters don't like each other right now, so we're going to go and give them some awkward glares, but we still like going and working against each other with them, so we're still going to write them having to go and do scenarios together, despite the fact they're glaring at each other. <laughs> this this is the lengths we go to just to go and have fan service. Yep. Because apparently people like this. Yeah. Fan service? Yeah. Normally. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. Uh, the like target audience that those are normally for, yes, because they're all like young male adults uh, oh or Cole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. I, I don't know. I just feel like, isn't it a little condescending when you have something like that where they're clearly just going and bringing it in and just shoving it into a scenario just for the sake of having it here or to go and try to readjust your ratings upwards because you've been stuck in this filler arc for like 60 episodes and people are done and want to you know cut to the chase again naruto yeah exactly yeah that kind of stuff uh, i mean bleach was the same way in a lot of respects although the bleach filler arcs were a little bit different for some reason those ones awkwardly seemed to work i mean there were problems but it's like huh this um this doesn't feel like it was just an idea they decided to throw in most of the time. There were some exceptions to that, but it's like, mm -hmm. huh, they actually put some effort into this. And I'll, I'll give you some respect. But then they do the beach episode, and it's just like, ah, you're like every other shown in the anime. Yeah. There's, it's, just, it's a weird staple. Um, it is. In the fact that it's just like, yeah, every, everyone seems to have, like, the beach episode, or it can be the hot springs, or, like, some kind of... <laughs> Like an outing the, the, episode. The getaway, the vacation episode. Yeah. 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 Or they're going to a pool, indoor pool or something. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's, yeah. 
sometimes it doesn't feel that bad. Like I would go to episode six of Gurren Logan where they went and took that scenario that's in everything. And they actually almost made fun of it because it's the most balls to the walls episode in the entire series. And it has absolutely no purpose. Like if you went from the episode before that to the episode after that, you would have no problem, but they just work in this one joke in the episode after that just perfectly justifies the existence of that episode versus every other one. It's like, Hey, we're going to the hot springs or, Hey, we're going to the beach. And there's never any mention to anything that goes on there. There's no point to it at all. Ultimately. Well, yeah. So like my examples are from Shonen Uh or Shoujo um, being the, the Orin high school host club. Uh Hmm. Which is a 26 episode long uh, anime, and I would qualify four of those as beach episodes. Yeah. There's one where they're actually on a beach, there's one where they're at a uh, water park, and then there's two where they're at the, the summer vacation house. Mm-hmm. Um, where it, it less it's less of a, but like the rest of the character, like, one character's working there, and the the rest of them show up because they want a vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out one of them, yeah. So, like, <laughs> out of that, having 26 episodes and four of them being beach episodes, but then it's set up in the story that these are uber-rich kids, and yeah, they can go off to a beach. They can go to Hawaii on a whim. And what have you. So... Like the first, the the one true beach episode is also framed in a like mystery party on an island. They lose lose power, and now they have they have to figure out how to get themselves off the island without power. Right, um, that trope. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then you also get the beach episode of of all the guys trying to get the girl into a bathing suit. And what does she do? She wears swim trunks and a shirt. Which is very in character for that character. Mm -hmm. But also sort of stomping on the... No, I'm not going to wear the bathing suit just because we're at the beach thing. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's actually kind of clever, the way they went and did it in that one. The first one with the actual beach episode. Yeah, okay. That second one, though... When they're at the pool, that was a great episode because it was just kind of flying in the face like, of it. It was very self-aware. Yeah. And and also very self-aware in the, the, the rich kids. Oh, we want to go to Hawaii, but we can't. So we're going to bring Hawaii to you. Mm-hmm. Like the one member can't, doesn't have a passport and is poor. She's a scholarship student. So she can't, like, Haruhi can't go to the, can't go to Hawaii. So... What do the rich kids do? They bring Hawaii to her. And I, I has it pulled up here. Um, God, I miss that yeah. series. Anytime somebody talks about it, it's just like, God. I have yeah. to end after 26 episodes. Yeah. But I, I, I guess it's the, the Okinawa's when they're... So, the water park is first, and then they actually mm. go to Okinawa, and it's back-to-back episodes. I was going to say there was yeah. one other that I couldn't help but think about. 
mm-hmm. was Folded Metal Panic from Ofu. Oh, God. Because <laughs> not only was there sequel. a beach scene, but there was the ep- uh, the hot, uh, hot Springs episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Uh, I guess, I guess, is it my turn? Do I, yeah, do I, yeah, I, I think talk? so. I get kind of two in my head right now, too. I don't know which one to talk about. And, like, the thing is, both the ones I think about aren't beach scenes. Um, they're... <laughs> Wait, hold on. You went and Wait, selected it's your topic, theme. and you don't have a beach. I know. It's like, I... Because the ones that just keep going in my mind is... Like, it's always just kind of a theme like that, where it's... Um, I guess I'll get another one. Like, I think of um, the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. Suzumiya, yeah. Because yeah. Um, that's like a whole Never beach. Never watched it. <gasps> it, it th- that's one of those it's a mind fuck. I, I think <laughs> I, I watched like, the first episode and just said no. No, that one's really weird because they aired it out of order. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, there's three different viewing orders. There's airing order. There's re- like DVD release order, and then there's the chronological order. I and none of them are the same. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, then they brought one out in chronological, and then stuck a whole bunch of new episodes in between them. But they're yeah. like, it was the Groundhog Day kind of thing. So it was yeah. like all the episodes were exactly the same, but they were all slightly different in one way because it was groundhogging. The, uh, the Infinite yeah. Eight arc, where they literally did the same episode over and over again with different outfits and camera angles. Yeah. Yeah. And then they also oh have God. another season airing right now, the Melancholy of... Melancholy? No, it's not Melancholy. No, it's, uh, uh, the... Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's like an alternate world of, like, the one of the characters goes back in times changes who she is as a person so that she's no longer like an alien she's an alien like a robotic alien yeah. person who Yuki. can yeah, yeah who lives fourth dimensionally and so she goes back in time changes herself to not be like that and be just be a normal girl and so the next this season that's coming out is like an alternative world of if she was different because um, like they came out with a movie called The Disappearance of uh, no, Yuki Nagato yeah, and then that changed I've everything. Cosplayed now, her, so yeah. Now they have a season going uh, all on that, basically on that theory of a altered world. So it's it's yeah, it does a lot of things like that. It's crazy. Um, oh yeah, it was Harui Suzumiya two is the other one, which is yeah. basically it puts everything into chronological order and then it adds that huge chunk in the middle of Groundhog Summer Day. Um, yeah. yeah, that's one I think about. I think about the episode where uh, they go to a mansion. Or do they also go to a beach as well? I thought they went to the beach in the first one. Maybe. Because I remember maybe there's two different episodes. Because, um, like, Harry has, like, a power of, like, anything she kind of wants to happen does happen. She's like a kind of a god without knowing she is. Uh, and so it's just like, because there was like a weird murder mystery that happened at the mansion. Because um, that was the episode. She just. Uh, yeah. That she wanted. She wanted. That was a trope to, that happens to people in t- school. And so and then it just sort of happened is like someone has yeah. a cousin who has a mansion and then they're going to go she there. She was watching an anime and would. Yeah. 
And yeah, and, so and, I want that to happen to me, so it happens to her, yeah. Yeah, and then there's like a whole murder mystery thing and then someone dying, but then they, uh, the way they solve the mystery is that there has to be someone else around to the point where she actually sees someone, but then they go, wait a second, the way he was stabbed is completely wrong. So he kind of stabbed himself when we busted in the door. Uh, yeah, so it, it, that's one that makes me think about that. Um, there's another one. Oh, God, what was There was a beach scene, and they were at a house, and I think there was, like, a ghost in the house. I don't remember what anime that one is. Jeez. God, that sounds really familiar, too, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it had to do with, like, Which... flowers. There was, like, flowers in the kitchen that were... How do yeah. relate to that? Yeah, oh, God, what is, what is that? I don't know, but while you're thinking, my second example is from Free, the, the oh, swimming God. anime. <laughs> Can we um, not talk about the drowning anime? <laughs> <laughs> Which, at that point, the, the fan service doesn't matter at the beach episode. <laughs> well, no, there's still fan service. It's just for someone else. But yeah. I'm like, no, well, wait, no, wait no. a second. I mean, yeah, the, the fan service is all, is all for, the, for girls, but but it's through the whole series because they're swimming, so they're wearing the swim, the swimming. Uh, Wait, would they jammers. would they pull a switcheroo where it's like the beach episode is not them in swimming suits and them in regular clothes doing something else? Completely. I was getting to that. It's, okay, it's, go go uh, go hard. Yeah, I've never watched so, free, so it, the beach episode is their equivalent of the training camp episodes from sports animes. Mm-hmm. So instead of going away to a a, a swimming camp and learning at another camp they're learning they go and camp on the beach of this island and swim in the ocean as they're they're training and so there's a lot of them wearing everyday beach clothes so like swim trunks and shirts versus their racing wear right and it like so it's it's much more character development and um and character bonding of those characters than outright fan service. Because the whole series is fan service. <laughs> huh. Oh, unexpected. Yeah. What a twist. What a twist. <laughs> That's some Shyamalan Mind you, you still there. have You still have five, four very pretty boys on a beach. Yeah. Hmm. Speaking yeah. of which, uh, Tyler, could you uh, promise uh, promise me something from now until the end of time uh, hey, when it comes to your anime corner? What? What's up? Uh, can, can we never use the words "go hard" when <laughs> referencing <laughs> when uh, referencing no. boys and swimming jammers? <laughs> no, no, I, I will always use those words. You just you can't <laughs> stop those things. Um, from now on, out of spite, I'll make it even more innuendo. <laughs> oh no. So, <laughs> Sorry, you brought that on yourself. Yeah, I guess I did. Oh, the humor uh, potential I give you, people. <laughs> what else? I was going to talk about the next, the other anime that has like a beach episode. Thing. Another one was Excel World, where they had a hot springs episode. Uh-huh. They went to the hot springs and did oh, that. Dear God, in the nosebleeds. Yep. <sighs> the the overall of why seemingly every anime of any length has a beach episode is or hot springs or vacation episode is 
a reprise? It's, it's, Not a reprise. Uh, like a break, I guess. It's also in that that Japanese tradition. So it, it's sort of like it's expected in Japan for to the best of my knowledge, I'm not an expert, um, for a family to take a vacation to the beach or to the hot springs every year. I guess when um, you live on an island, it makes sense. Yeah. And where there is always a beach in a direction. Yeah. Regardless. To the hot spring. Like, the, yeah. they make a point of doing that once a year. So I think even the hot spring is more common than that, where, like, people go to the hot springs or the bathhouses... Uh, more frequently in animes than some cases. Yeah, yeah I'd say so. So I, I think it's a culture thing that we as Westerners don't get that that bit of culture. But and we considering still... Japan's an island. Yeah, yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think also the aspect of it is it's like the. Yeah, like they break episode where it's mm-hmm. where like there's a lot of plot happening, and then this is the one where you you almost have character building, character building. Like they they kind of do stuff, and then they kind of learn about each other. And yeah, it, the bonding to, and yeah. yeah. So it looks like they bond a little bit more, and you understand the characters better, I guess. Outside just, of the, the story, yeah. Because yeah. basic shenanigans happen of something, and yeah. Uh, what else was another one? I was going to think of... Oh, yeah, Monster Masume, which is everyday life with monster girls. They have, like, a pool episode. Mm-hmm. Where they go to a pool, an indoor pool. Uh, not Hanayori Dango's. Hanakimi. And live action. Mm-hmm. And live action? Yeah, Hanakimi. They did a live action of it. And there's this... Originally, it's like two or three chapters in the manga because there's never an anime. But in the Japanese live action, there's two episodes of them going to the beach when they should have been going on vacation. They went there to work. And in the live action, they get into a fight with uh, a different group of like uh, sports Group people and whatnot, and they do this really, the really awkward Japanese games show kind of way, and it's it's hilarious. It's all hell. Well, um, I, I'll I'll end it off here though. I want to say one last thing. Uh, Panty and Stocking, they had a beach episode, but the way they did theirs is it was definitely like the. Uh, the narrator started off where it's like, what are they doing today? They're doing something. Well, they're just going to the beach because that's, you always have to have that one beach episode. That's, that's what happens. And there's not really any plot or anything like that. Just fan service and beach. And that was the whole thing. And it was just like the, uh, main, the good guys and the bad guys, instead of fighting like they regularly do, they just have a volleyball game and lots of fan service. And they talk that up because, that's all that panty stocking is is a very tongue-in-cheek thing and they're very self-aware of all that stuff so they just went right into it and went nope it's fan fan service episode beach scene that's that's exactly what it is that's what you always get so that's what's happening so i like that 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 was a good example of that so that anyways that's going to end 
my anime corner of the thought of why is there always a going to the beach episode uh, we kept on naming animes off because everyone had, seems to have one mm-hmm. um, so on that note let's see where we're going next hey do you like video games board games role-playing games just any kind of game you can think of well welcome to the gaming table where we are going to talk about all of those things and more ranging from topics such as new releases, current events, social trends, and old favorites. So if any of that interests you, then let's see what you bring to the table. This week, changing it up, doing a little something different, and so today I had this idea of a game that I really wish existed and does not, is back to our main theme of the night, Assassin's Creed. So, an Assassin's Creed-type-esque game featuring uh, Winter Soldier and Black Widow from the Marvel Universe. Um, and I'll continue on this idea here. Um, so, Captain America Civil War spoilers! Has anyone in the group not seen it? Care? Anyone? I've seen it. it. Okay. I'll, I'll put an annotation in here. If you don't want to hear Civil War spoilers, go to this point. If you don't want spoilers, move to two hours, seven minutes, and 30 seconds. You have five seconds to comply. Four, three, two, one. Well, we warned you. Yeah. Um, so, do that. Uh, so, Winter Soldier, or... It, in MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's been shown that there are multiple Winter Soldiers and Black Widows. Um, that it, it's more of like a 007 situation than an actual individual character name, right? Uh, so I had this thought of... It would be awesome to have that that free play parkour assassination stuff from Assassin's Creed, but then be able to do it with the assassin characters from Marvel, and maybe, and we see the different Winter Soldiers and Black Widows throughout history doing their various assassinations that we know are attributed to them. Um. I think it's cool. A lot of people on my Facebook think it's cool. What do you guys think? McKenna, shut up and take my money. <laughs> take my money. Take my money. They Original go up to Montreal. Idea? Yeah, <laughs> right yeah. They go up right to Montreal, now. go and beat some people, and get them to make the game. Yeah. Yeah, that's the deal. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I don't know. This is well, a rarity. <laughs> well, because how I, I I feel like w- what happens if it becomes cloney? You, you kind of get what I mean. I, I get where you're well, coming from. I mean, there. like because potentially different eras of Black Widow or Winter Soldier have different skills, so not every so. Maybe the 1940s Black Widow is she she's like the poisoner versus the stab him or shoot him right 
And so for every, say, set of missions with that character, then you have to master a different skill. Perhaps. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know what that reminds me of? It's not the same thing over and over again. Do you know what reminds me of that Spider-Man game? Which Spider-Man game? Oh, Oh, the one where you have the four different Spider-Men? Yeah, from like different dimensions. Yeah, yeah. You kept changing between the characters as you went to the different worlds. and. Yeah, they all had like slightly different things. So I I guess it's a little on the the Lego Marvel bit, Mm -hmm. too. Where you can have a party and you can switch between the characters at any one time. Yeah. But yeah. Let's yeah. just say that's the Marvel thing. Brings <laughs> <laughs> to the. Marvel has definitely done a thing where, like, now they have lots of characters and they just kind of like, you just group them together. I could think I could see a turn-based Marvel game. Mm-hmm. Like, they exist. Yeah. yeah. At least casual do. iPad phone games. They mm-hmm. exist. Um, so. What was what was that? Uh, oh, there was a one that you had like a team thing, but it was like isometric from the top down. Um, it was a Marvel Marvel game. Was it a Marvel Capcom game? I don't think so. I, I, I know there, the there's because I know there's there's one of those fighting ones. Yeah, because like there's the first fighting ones. This one was like isometric, and you like adventured through, and it was all Marvel characters. Um, geez, I can't remember what it's called. Marvel games. I gotta look at Marvel games. I don't. There's a <laughs> lot of Marvel games out there, though. Now. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts? Anyone else have thoughts? Like other than the fact I want to play that game. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like so. that's- yeah, that's, like that's, right cuz right now like the only open world Marvel games are the Lego ones. Mm-hmm. And it's only after you finish the whole game, the storyline, yeah. and they go through and unlock more characters. So actually, this makes me think of GTA mods now too. Yeah. yeah. Like, a little GTA world in there. Cuz like that's that's a thing that people would do with like GTA they'd mod in uh, like Iron Man and Hulks and that's like a re- those are really popular GTA mods where you throw in a Hulk and you can get an Iron Man suit and there's like Green Lantern Batman but those ones don't look as good and no, yeah you see that, that's sad not having is, is there a really cool Batmobile in GTA because that is. would be this yeah good yeah you can mod those in because like that's all just aspects and like yeah, uh, the, it's customizing the character themselves was really difficult, but like making cars and all those crazy cars were really easy. So you could have like a Batman and and vehicles, and like they put in. Uh, you, there's tons of mods where you can have like Death Stars and X Wings and um, a lot of cool mods out there because modding is that's just what they do. But like, yeah, they have like uh, an Iron Man mod where it's just like Iron Man suit and basically you fly around shooting guns at everything and it looks really really fun to do uh and then like they have a hulk mod where the he, he spawns a hulk and a hulk is literally just invincible so what <laughs> the game to play is you spawn a hulk you make it mad you survive as long as you can yep. that's that's yep. the game that's what you do and 
Yeah, uh, and if you have your invincibility on or anything like that, then it's just like you, the Hulk just smashes you and throws you around, and then if it pins you and just starts smashing you all the time, you can't die because you're invulnerable. Invincible, but yeah. yeah, but then you're just pinned there because you're like trying to get up, and then you get smashed and you throw down, and then he picks you up and throws you. It looks, I don't know, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It'd just be fun no, to be those characters. Like, anything that's, like, uh, open world that you get to be a character mm-hmm. and just bomb around and do stupid things in is just a really good game. Yeah, I well, yeah you, you bring up a great point, because I was... <laughs> it's funny you bring this up. Uh, last weekend, uh, I was over at a friend's house, and we were watching uh, the group Fun House, which is uh, Rooster Teeth group, uh, going... Oh, they're great. They're absolutely great. I love their demo disc segment. Um, but the first GTA mod I ever saw them playing was a Spider-Man one. And, like, the character model is absolute garbage. I'm going to yeah, say that. Yeah, the character models, they're, they're, like all the mods, the character models are just bad. Like, I looked at the Batman or the uh, uh, Green Lantern. It's just, like, wearing kind of green and black clothing as close as possible to it. But it's yeah. just like... Uh, <laughs> It's 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 very weird, but in the case of the Spider-Man one, oh my god, the gun is replaced with a grappling hook, and they're just going and shooting around, and you're able to go and lock objects together, where you go and like shoot off a tether, and then you go and shoot it onto something else, and the two are now connected. So yeah. just riding on the train and going and connecting cars that are driving down the highway to it. I mean, they had like 40 of them connected <laughs> and this helicopter that they managed to go and snag and just seeing it just coming to the edge of destruction and then no 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 they were able to pull off and it's just like oh my god yeah no that is some of the that is some of the most fun shit on the planet i i fully endorse this concept of open world uh uh that's like superhero just, bullshit uh the newest just cause where they have like yeah. the grappling hooks and everything and they just grapple everything together where it's just like you get such it, the game becomes self-aware enough that it gives you some crazy things. Oh, that sounds like that's a ten-minute alarm right there. Oh, yeah. we run out of time. Okay. Wow, we Over could say that. Impression. Hello. She gone? Did she leave? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> I had okay. a kitten on my. I had a kitten on my face. <laughs> ah. Playing with a kitten. No, I'm not playing with the kitten. The kitten just sat in my face. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the kitten's trying to suffocate her. Your Can't words on a open world uh, Marvel Assassin game. Creed assassination. Yeah. Marvel game. It would all depend on what you are exploring and what open world. Because if it's through a city, it's just through a city. But if it's through, like, a base camp or if it's through something interesting that, you, you know, you're doing for mission or you just have to look through and, like, oh, hey, look at that, ADD. I'm going to go look at that shiny thing over there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, that that's a big yeah, thing. The, like, what if you the, had a... Cause like this, a I mean, the fully open sandbox versus segmented and... yeah. Like, that was my favorite thing of Assassin's Creed was, oh, look at that. You know, I had to get from here to there, there. But that's for a mission. I want to go over there. (gasps) 
I can go over there. I can jump from that building to that building and no one can stop me. Oh, look at that. Templar's going to try and stop me. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I, I, I wonder if you could do a thing where you had like a center HUD city of like your main area, but then you could go on missions to other bigger areas and have multiple. Yeah, so you could like be like, like, like I mean, mm-hmm. if you think about that whole huge city that you're able to explore. No matter how long my roommate's been playing it, he still hasn't explored the whole entire city, and he loves it. So, like, ha- when you have, like, a city-based operation that's completely different, completely new, like, if you kind of had, um, almost like what the Watchtower is in DC Universe, like, if you had a whole world like that to explore, <laughs> that would be, like, a different headquarters for them or something, because you know Stark would do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yeah, it'd be Avenger Tower or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, Especially then. Uh, Pim's different de- de- designs for, like, the, the prisons. Hey, mm-hmm. he could make a whole other city on, like, the moon. Yeah. Or the Yeah, you could have, like, something yeah. in, like, Madagascar. Yeah, Ma- like, Madagascar, or, like, you could go over to, uh, um, okay, what's the name of that city that Black Panther's from? Wakanda. Wakanda. That could be a place, like, in Africa. Um, yeah, you can explore that yeah. between all the different tribes. New York would be a place. Just yeah. Spider-Man's hometown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you basically go to places where they're all kind of from. Yeah, yeah, but show it, show places that you know you typically don't see when you're panning around doing you know the movie set sort of thing, like the back alleys, the places where you can actually get a good leverage of running and climbing and. Oh, hey, look, yeah. someone's back open door. I can peek through someone's apartment. Woo! Yeah. Totally not stalking yeah. random intruding people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they so are. The, the, you, you get the angry old grandmother chasing you out of her apartment. <laughs> and just imagine hmm. that being Winter Soldier going, oh, crap. <laughs> Getting hit in the head with the purse. Just like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm going. And I guess if they all had different skills to traverse the world or do things that they need to do, yeah, that'd add to that. But I don't, I don't know. if you, When you have too many characters that do... Well, that that's just sounds like Lego Marvel, then. Marvel Lego, or any Lego game. Because, like, the Lego games are sort of linear, but sort of open world. There's a lot of exploring, because you need the skills of different Lego characters to get places yeah. sometimes or to do but, things or to move things or oh look yeah. there's a block in my way only this person can move it yeah but normally that that goes with like, like in I your mean, gameplay Sp- spider-man would move differently throughout the city than say winter soldier does yeah yeah like winter soldier would or get around on a bike or spider-man would sing around yeah yeah and then I feel like Spider-Man would be a lot more, uh, you'd play more evasively, so you'd be really good at dodging, where Winter Soldier would just be kind of... He's a tank versus Spider-Man's... Yeah. Snarky snarky versus silent. I think you'd have Deadpool in there, who was just Deadpool. (laughs) (laughs) See, 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 now, now I have sequels to my original one here. Yeah, seriously. Because yeah, the original back, going back to the, the the Red Room characters, the the Winter Soldier and Black Widow, as, when they're before they were redeemed, so back when they were the assassins, 
that that was my original idea. But yeah, yeah, way back when. Yeah. Once upon a time when they were still assassins. <laughs> yep, and like yep. fifteen minutes ago. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they sort of did that with Assassin's Creed Syndicate, where they had the two characters, and they're supposed to be different play styles. I would know. Yeah. Okay. Well, one was supposed to be stealthy, and one was supposed to be like a brawler. Uh, didn't really work out because you kind of fed them skill points to boost up their skill points, and it really just they kind of felt the same. Um, oh wait, wasn't it the the guy that was the brawler and the young girl that was the the stealthier one? They're the same age because they're twins, but yeah. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> I've only ever seen the trailer. I've never actually oh, okay. gotten to watch anything yeah, more no, than that. They're twins, so they're the same age, but, like, that's what it is, is the guy was, like, he would fight more, uh, but he basically had skill trees on each of them, and... Just walk into a bar and just say, fight. Yeah, (laughs) like, the the male had, uh, it was basically only three skills that were different between the male and the female, Um, and, like, that was, like, the top-tier skill, and, like, the female just had three more... uh, stealthy kind of top tier moves where the male had three more uh more aggressive fighting moves and so they really didn't play any differently from each other even though it was like supposed to be i can explain that i can totally explain that Uh okay twins i mean come on if you're gonna have twins it's gonna be twins just okay why make them so different Oh, hey, look, we could just say they're twins so we don't have to do any more work. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But anyways. Come on. If you wanted completely different characters, they didn't have to be twins. Uh, uh, Story-wise, it works because you just have twins and if you want two characters, one male and one female. I only say this because I have four sets of twins at my kinder care. So I get to observe the one if you talk to one, the other one reacts without even knowing it. <laughs> I go, creepy. On that note. On that note. Let's let's, let's I, end I it there. We, yes. We've got some good good stuff here. So so Mogren, mm-hmm. loved having you on. Would you be willing to come back again? Does it sound it doesn't sound like I really have a choice. <laughs> yes. like, I like I said that? before, I do accept bribes. <laughs> Squeaky okay. like shiny things. That's a good point. Yeah, we don't even need the blood contract on this. We just need to dangle shiny things in front of. Oh her. no no no! Blood contract does no no that that's for the hardcore stuff. No no no, <laughs> and that's for. No no, I'm no sorry. it's you, you, you shining have... in blood. No, no, no. I use a Sora. Sora needs to be the one with blood. I'm sorry, but I am bloodless (laughs) considering I am all ones and zeros. I do not have a code that lets me bleed. right. Squeaky. (laughs) Squeaky squeaked. Um. (laughs) Squeaky's code does not entail bleeding from any parts of body. (laughs) So I will just take the Sora and, you know, maybe slice and dice and take the heart while I'm at it. Okay then. <laughs> uh, Alrighty then. Seems like we we've hit every topic point for the evening, or wherever you're listening to this, because wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Um. Urgh. 
Oh, uh, Are we ready, oh, guys? Kitty face, you're awesome. Yeah, go. It's it's all on you. We're just waiting for you, McKenna. Yeah, we're you, just waiting okay. for you. Yeah. <laughs> waiting on me? You'll wait forever. <laughs> um. Oh, dear God. <laughs> so, thank you, everyone, for listening to this in the ether sphere. Uh, so much for joining us once again. Make sure to check out our SoundCloud. Every like and a su- subscription helps us out as creative partners. We'd love if you check us out on iTunes and help us give it by giving us a five-star review on there. And if you'd be so kind to leave us a review, we'd love you for it. We are on YouTube for all our multimedia podcasts, and we have some very have some more fun coming very soon. We have lots of new ideas and can't wait for you to see hear them and see them. See and hear them. Hear. Well, podcast you hear first, generally. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. And so we'll hope you'll join us for all of that. And of course, we are Doom, updating every Monday. Take care, everyone. Cue the zombie band.